Hello and welcome to MXM Live, the leadership series. We are here with Mr. Girish Agarwal, promoter director of the Dainik Bhaskar Group. I must make a confession, I have been tracking the Dainik Bhaskar Group for the last two decades. And I remember meeting Girish Chief first time in a small office in Mahim. And from then to where he has grown, and I, I've also worked with the Dainik Bhaskar Group twice over, once with DNA and the other with the uh, digital division of the of the group and i you know must say that it has been a great experience and i'm sure it is the same for you girishi the fact that you are speaking with me suddenly yes totally so you know we are talking in the midst of a pandemic which has not ended yet uh, from the from the time that you worked with the with the newspaper business would you think this has possibly been the worst ever time for the uh, uh, for for the Indian newspaper industry? Uh, yeah, certainly this is the worst ever time uh, for the whole humanity because I think uh, anybody living wouldn't have seen this kind of uh, thing happening around the pandemic where the whole world is shut, everybody's concerned and the worst thing is that nobody knows what is the cure and when is the cure. That's right and you know, when, when the pandemic did strike uh, uh, everybody and the newspaper circulation was being stopped across, uh, uh, across you know, various territories, like even smaller cities, what was running through your mind when it, was, when it happened? See, when uh, around 23rd, 24th of March, when the lockdown happened, circulation did get impacted by around 30-35% because of sudden... Uh, non-availability of the trains and the vehicles to ply and the government restriction for not letting people commute in the city because newspaper has to physically be taken from one place to other and then the distribution boys has to go around. Uh, that became a big problem. Then I think uh, around 25th there was some rumor happened that uh, paper may carry the uh, virus also. Right. So that also took us some six, seven days time to settle it down and clarify to the people with the best possible doctors uh, in the world that newspaper doesn't carry any kind of virus. You know, so it did take some impact. But thankfully, uh, in the tier two, three, four cities, uh, what so-called we call the semi-urban, smaller cities and all that, those cities were not at all uh, impacted for a long time. But, but the metros really got impacted very bad. I remember, you know, I used to... Uh... There were a lot of people who would who couldn't even access e-papers, so I was sharing with the uh, sharing uh, the e-papers with them and and also with you. And I remember, you know, the, the whole thing about the angst of e-papers and people getting it free and newspapers losing out was just so much then. And from then to now, you have really you know shot back with a bang. Thankfully, thankfully, uh, uh, you know, because it happens with any kind of uh, such issue, because for that one week's time. We, nobody knew, and forget the newspaper industry alone, whether it's the television industry, the whole programming got shut, whether the consumer durables industry, auto industry, nobody really understood from where it came, you know what I mean? And but then everybody took some time, somebody took five weeks' time, somebody took a week time, somebody took a couple of days' time to get back uh, and saying that, okay, this is what has happened. Let's understand how we can fight it and come out uh, shining and winning. You know, I was reading an, uh, an EY, Ernst & Young report, that smaller towns will uh, kind of lead the recovery and consumption normalization. 
faster than the metro markets. No? Circulation may stabilize by, uh, uh, you know, the, in, in the metro, it will take much longer for the for circulations to stabilize. And uh, so, so do you think, uh, first of all, whether whether this, uh, this, this report is, uh, uh, you know, correct, because you are actually seeing the situation live uh, on the ground. Uh, is it really Achyadin? Is it is are the Achyadin back in the in the non-metros? I won't get into the Achyadin, Buredin. That becomes political. But what I can tell you is very clearly. See, you have to understand the difference between metro living and the so-called other cities living. So, if I take the five six cities of India, Bombay, Delhi, Gurgaon, Bangalore, to some extent Chennai and all the Hyderabad. Now, these cities are vertical cities. You know. You have towers, you have societies which has some 1,000, 2,000, 1,500, 500 flats in that building. And X number of people live in those buildings. So what happened because of this COVID, from the newspaper perspective, first of all, the societies decided that nobody will go out and nobody will come in. So suddenly a newspaper vendor was not allowed to come in and distribute the paper. And hence, the distribution of newspaper got impacted severely in these markets. Not only distribution of newspaper, even the other consumer things also got impacted. That people said even the delivery boys from any other company, whether it's an e-commerce company or food delivery company, nobody was allowed in. So that became an issue. While in the rest of India, we all live in a horizontal cities. Single-story house, double-story house, independent house, row houses and all that. Now over there, there was no society to come and dictate terms to you. Your newspaper vendor came and delivered the paper outside your door and you picked it up as usual, you know. Also, there's a living issue uh, in metro than outside metro. Because of the fear factor in metro, because you live in a big tower, if, for example, God forbid, one of your neighbor gets COVID, you all have a chance, the entire society has a chance of getting multiple infections because there are 1,000 flats, he's using the same building, your service lane and all that, central air condition and all that. So society said, nobody will go out, nobody will come in. And the fear factor became much, much more in the metros. While in these smaller cities, so-called smaller cities, near two, three, four downs, independent houses, small two, three, four stories, even if somebody get impacted, only that particular house was blocked. Rest market was on. Now, if you look at the difference in the state of Madhya Pradesh, Kerala, some part of Andhra Pradesh, West Bengal, UP, all the restaurants opened up in the month of June. The malls got opened up in the month of June. So the life started coming back to normal since the month of June of 2020. But what happened in case of metros? You know, as we said in Bombay today, till now the restaurants are not open. The malls are open, but a lot of restrictions, you know. So that's why what EY report says, because of such fear factor, the tier two and three cities, they don't have fear about it. The markets are opened up, so the consumption is back to normal in those cities. But in the metros, it's not. You know, if if uh, newspaper page numbers and uh, holdings are, in a sense, a barometer of what the economy is doing and how the economy is doing, uh, would you say that, uh, you know, and given the fact that Benik Bhaskar has had some uh, jumbo editions in the in the recent past, you know, over 100 pages. And even in a market like Gujarat, which had been affected in a very big way by uh, uh, the pandemic, you've had a bumper, bumper edition there. So 
is that a, a, a valid indicator of the fact that well the economy is 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 has gotten back on track uh, in a big way and we'll have a good festive season ahead absolutely because see newspaper advertising or any other medium advertising is an indicator where the marketer is now back in the market to the consumer and he's putting all the efforts to see that my products are being sold and hence he's advertising and he's advertising time and again because he knows the efforts of marketing so marketing is working and consumers are coming and buying the product let's look at other companies automobile i'm told two wheeler companies whether it's bajaj auto or hero motors or tvs they all are saying that they are back to almost 70 80% of their normal levels in terms of production and some of them are even uh, having a short supply when it comes to the demand you know look at four wheelers you know i recently read an interview uh, from hyundai and maruti they are saying their sale of suvs has come back to normal that's a big number now if you look at other companies those who are consumer durables whether it's a television or washing machine or dishwasher vacuum cleaners and all that they are saying they already come back to last year normal you know i think that clearly indicates the society the, the overall society consumption is coming back to normal but yet we have a point of view in this very clearly that this time the consumption is led by the the bharat the metro is lagging behind clearly on that you know one of the things i was speaking to somebody from an automobile company while passenger vehicles are looking up commercial vehicles are looking down and you know the the sales of commercial vehicles is in a sense an indicator of what is uh, perhaps a, a degree of tentativeness in the in the non metro market you know what happened the commercial vehicle sale is not just about this it's also about what has happened the entire tra intercity transportation intrastate transportation has come to an halt so for example if somebody was planning to invest some money buying vehicles for the transportation of of goods or the passenger buses and all that they have put it on hold because the interstate transportation is still there are a lot of restrictions so i won't in the current scenario take this as a as a parameter or yardstick to judge the recovery as such okay let's let's get to the to to the point that you mentioned about the metro versus the non metro now you've you know you you're living in a in a in a metro city and you have had exposure in terms of publications in in, in the metros do you think it is really you know going to be that bad for uh, media products especially in the newspaper industry in in, in the metro because clearly what we are seeing is while and, and, and let me take an example of give, give a name the times of india for instance has uh, has been bringing out some bumper editions also so may not be the same numbers as uh, uh, dainik bhaskar but they have been talking about uh you, you know uh, consumption of of their column centimeter having increased but as per your thing what do you think will the you know your forecast of what it will be is it since circulation hasn't really gone up very much do you think uh, uh we will see bumper editions uh, in the festive season see i can talk about the non metro markets very clearly that in non metro market whether it's a kerala or gujarat or madhya pradesh or up or punjab all these markets are already at almost 80 85% recovery in terms of circulation the kerala i'm told is 90 92% plus uh, i'm very confident that uh, in the festive month uh, all these markets will do a rocking business we are seeing our local advertising has gone up to almost last year's basis of 90% of last year so that way i think things are improving metro uh, i may not be able to comment much on the media as such the newspapers as such 
But one thing I can see very clearly that most of the companies focus on metro in terms of sales is now shifting because they know if earlier metros were contributing 30-35% of their sales, now they know maybe for next 12 months time, 18 months time, this 35% may go down to maybe 20-25% and the rest of India would be accountable for 80%. And if the if the marketing the markets have shifted to eighty percent to rest of India, obviously the advertising money will follow that. You know, in the recent past, activations and doing activities and doing engagements with marketers had gained ground. May not have been as much with newspapers, but clearly with with uh, with radio and television, it had increased considerably. But in the in the non-metro market, that I think was was a a reasonable source of revenue. That obviously must have been affected in a big way. Yeah, I think uh, the on-ground activities will take a hit for next maybe 12 to 18 months. Because now, no state government is allowing you to organize a 2,000 or 5,000 people event. You know, so everything is happening kind of online. So I think the on-ground activation has taken a big hit. In fact, all the on-ground companies need to think that how can they collaborate with the newspapers now and see that they can do activities through the newspaper, with the newspaper as such. Uh, the other factor, of course, in, in, in the case of newspaper advertising is while you have the volumes, which, which are fairly high, how have the values been? Are you, are you getting the same kind of uh, yields that you were getting earlier? Or how much has it grown? Uh, how much has it been down, rather, from, from earlier? So what happens, you know, in the month of April, May, June, up to July, most of us ran schemes to the customers because the circulation was down to around 70% as such. But now since the circulation levels have come up to 85%, the schemes have considerably gone down. So the yield is almost now coming back to the normal time pre-COVID. And uh, uh, in terms of number of pages, etc., do you think that that numbers will be back to uh, what it used to be pre-COVID? We are almost 90%. I would say we our pre-COVID number was 21 pages average every day. Average, right. uh, though it's around 20 or 22, I would say average 21. Uh, we are already at around 18, 18 and a half pages. So we are almost there. So where do you think, you know, uh, is, is, is the media as, as a whole? Because, you know, you have had interests across all, all, all media. Where do you think in the next uh, six to eight months is media going to be headed? Is it going to really be the proliferation of non-metro leaders like yourself? Or is it... Uh, uh, when, when do you think will metro uh, consumption increase, if at all? See, from the media perspective, I say this is the time for media to really handhold the consumer and the advertiser also. Let me talk about a consumer, a reader. What we have seen in the last six months' time, our reader's dependability on us has, has, has increased manyfold. Because this is the time when the fake news is hitting every individual. So if there's a fake news about anything else, see earlier what used to happen, you read a fake news about something happened in Spain, something happened in some else place, you say, it doesn't make a difference to me. I know it's a fake news, but it's okay. But now the fake news is about you. If there's a fake news about COVID, if there's a fake news about how the industries are opening up, it's about you, it's impacting you. So suddenly you say, listen, I don't want this all, you know, crap of fake news from the social media. I want to handhold a, a reliable, credible source, which is newspaper. And that's the reason we have seen the accountability of newspaper, which was always there, has increased manyfold, you know. And that's the reason the time spent of a reader on a newspaper has gone up. There are multiple reports which has come out which say that the credibility factor, the trust factor has gone up. These COVID times, 
it has become much much more apparent and and uh, seen by the readers and that's for the readers perspective now coming from the advertiser's perspective what is the advertiser looking at you know he's looking at your reader for pages he's looking at that reader who is willing to spend 40 45 minutes on that newspaper so that he spends around 3 4 minutes on that particular page where his ad is there and while reading a great credible news item he also glance through your ad and say oh in a right environment in a very credible environment in a positive environment he says oh this is a company who's talking about selling a two wheeler or a four wheeler or a washing machine yeah it makes sense you know look at that i'm not i'm not making his ad as a intrusion into his privacy where i'm reading something on my on my ipad and some ad pops up and they say oh man remove it fast you know i'm not doing that so that is the reason advertisers are also very delighted to work with the newspapers no well, i'm sure but you know one of the things that we've seen over the last few months and especially since the the lockdown was announced in 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 march is that a lot of newspapers and especially in the metro markets did uh, let go a lot of people from the from the journalist team and consequently there would be a, a dilution of the of the of the product so do you think that that is that is going to impact at all in terms of uh, I, i don't agree with that at all for simple reason because uh, some newspapers may have to reduce the count you know head count but that head count they must have either appointed in last maybe few months or in a year or two or looking at some expansion they were planning to do now since the expansion not happening they must have decided to let go that people or maybe some segment where they see really feel that i had extra staff in that particular department so i can let go one or two people go out of that but i don't think that number is like going beyond a single digit for any any organization as such that's important number 2 when newspapers are clear that we are all about credibility what is newspaper made of it is not made of paper it is made of news and who brings the news journalist my thousands of reporter those three and a half thousand journalists and photographer those who work with us the reporter those who work with us they bring in the news they make those pages alive they make those pages credible so i can't say that my page is credible because there is a half page ad in that no i'm truly very clear that you know for a new for a newspaper paper is like body news is like soul and the soul is what the reporters and journalists make it a soul otherwise a dead body yeah who cares about that so i'm very clear that that every team member and i'm very proud that we have 10000 uh, number of people those who those who uh, the team we work together every individual whether it works in a journalist or the photographer or in accounts or a distribution and marketing or whichever department they are in they all bring in you know, i must say that this is this is really good that you're saying this because as one of as one of the country's largest newspaper companies it's important that people feel uh, that uh, they are valued and and they are needed because somewhere you know given given rumors or given what actually happened uh, this had taken a beating i have just two more questions uh, uh, for you one is that in the last 6 months we've also seen a proliferation of uh, of, of the consumption the, an increase in consumption of the digital media i've also seen that dainik bhaskar group has now gone uh, uh, beyond a paywall and uh, with the increase in consumption of language content hindi language marathi gujarati and all the languages that you are in uh, uh, clearly that is going to be a a, a big uh, thrust for you what what are the activities that you are doing to ensure that uh, with a with a certain set of people who are digitally active and digital natives uh, dainik bhaskar is still a force to reckon with so what we are doing very simply is that there is a great team who put up a paper in the morning so the reader when you get up in the morning you pick up a paper spend that 45 minutes 
or your mental meditation through the newspaper. You know, I call it a mental meditation through the newspaper because that newspaper takes you around the world. In that 45 minutes, the newspaper brings every possible thing to you. So after that 40 minutes of spending on the time on newspaper, you are you can feel that you have arrived. You know, in terms of knowledge, and then throughout the day, you need to be updated, and that's what digital does. You know that you keep going at 10 in the morning when you are on your way to office. You want to check what has happened furthermore, any updation, and that's what our digital team does. That we keep providing you updation throughout the day, so that when you sleep in the night, until that time you have you have known that yes, I'm totally aware of what has happened in the world. And next day morning when you get up, you start again with your cup of tea and a newspaper, and you say yes, now I've absorbed everything. Now let's let's start back the whole base process and you, and the digital keeps you updated. And when do you see revenues of digital uh, increasing? Will they will they become uh, as as potent uh, a source as uh, you know your your print media? See, print medium took many many years, many decades to earn that credibility where a reader feels that I need to pay you 150 rupees a month to subscribe and to take the knowledge from you. Digital will have to earn it. Digital will have to earn it. Let's not be in hurry to say, okay, I should get into a behind a paywall as soon as I can. No, you need to earn it. Work hard for that. Create that credibility that yes, like a newspaper during the day, you can keep me updated in a credible way. And then maybe a consumer would like to pay you for that also. Uh, thank you very much for your time, uh, Mr. Girish Agarwal. I would like you to, you know, since this is uh, on MXM and which is read by a large number of advertisers and uh, and media agency and and, uh, and and also journalists. Uh, a, a last word for uh, you know for given the fact that you are a media owner, anything that you would like to say to to people that well you know this is where we are and uh, buying uh, media and reading media may he samazari hai. So I won't really uh, do the sales job here, but what I would say to all the friends in the industry, marketing agency and all that. See, last six months we have all spent time in cost cutting. Wherever we could cut the cost, all of us have cut the cost. Correct, making organizations more efficient. Great, great job done. But now, from this month onwards, it is our responsibility that we make sure that revenue comes back to 100%. Because see, your company in last six months' time has taken the advantage of the bank moratorium. You know, so you had no interest and repayment to be done. But from October onwards, you will have to pay bank also. All your expenses are back. So I would suggest everybody's focus should be revenue sales. Whatever it takes, we must bring the sales back to 100% or more than that. That should be the motive of every single organization, every single person working in the organization. You can't say that is the responsibility only of the sales manager or the marketing manager. No, the MD of the company, the CEO of the company, the CFO of the company, the production guy in the company, everybody should start now thinking about sales and revenues. Because in the next six months time, if you are able to bring the sales back to the organization, you know, you will be flying. You'll be flying high. That's what we all should do now. All the best for that. Very well said and all the very best. And let's hope we are all collectively flying high. Thank you very much. Idea Blue Studios.